Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. This is Apostle Calvin Brown of Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Welcome to another broadcast centered around the kingdom of God. Amen. The, the question every day that we ask ourselves and we should answer affirmatively is that would you have Jesus to be Lord over you? Amen. All that that means, you know, we can make Jesus our Lord, but it changes it up a little bit. Would you have him to be Lord over you in everything? In other words, you answer completely to him. Amen. That would change, amen, our thoughts, our thinking, amen, of what we want to do, when we would want to do it. If Jesus is truly Lord over us, amen. I want to start tonight in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, beginning with verse 1, I believe it's through verse 11, amen. So read with me, it says, Moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud and passed through the sea, and all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, and all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. So this is a type of the church, amen. And so they, you check all the boxes, amen. They were baptized through the cloud into the sea, amen. So they were um, born again, amen, that many were a type of being spiritual, to, to be spirit-filled. Amen. Baptized under the cloud and through the sea. And baptized into Moses, a type of, of Jesus. Amen. And drank, ate the same spiritual food, the word. Amen. So they were fed the word and the spiritual drink. Amen. Which was from the rock, Jesus Christ. So, so the word and the spirit was ministered unto them. This is a type of a type of the church. It says, but with most of them, God was not well pleased for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. So this is speaking to the church in the New Testament and it is using Old Testament examples. It says God was not pleased. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted and do not become idolaters as some of them as it is written the people sat down to eat and drink and rose to play nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them did and one day 23,000 fail nor let us uh, not, nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents, nor complain 
and some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now these things happen to them as examples, and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. So, you know, there are those who say, you know, don't focus on the Old Testament. Don't emphasize the Old Testament because we're in a new dispensation, the dispensation of grace, and that you could pick up things the, the wrong way when you see the harshness of how things played out in the Old Testament and some of the descriptions of some of the things that happened to the people who disobeyed the Lord. The Bible says God was not well pleased. Well, we know that it is faith, amen, that pleases God. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. And so the, the same requirement of faith, amen, was in the Old Testament as it is in the New Testament. The, the same issues, the same problems, the same demons were in the Old Testament just like it is in the New Testament, amen. The Bible says these things were for our example so that we could learn some things, amen. And so we are to learn what things please the Lord, what things displease the Lord, amen. Even from the Old Testament examples, the Bible says even today when the uh, Old Testament is read, there is a veil in place just like Moses put a veil over his face and they could not stand to look at the glory that was upon Moses so they asked him to put a veil they could not look at the things that were passing away amen but the glory of God is the same so to speak the intent of the Lord is the same to have his people amen to know him amen the whole earth shall be filled with the knowledge of the glory of God. So the, the, the same thing, to be um, to seek after, the Bible says, that glory and immortality, that we are seekers, amen, to be found in the glory, that means that the Lord would be glorified, and we seek the realm of immortality, not the realm of death, amen. We seek the realm of immortality, not death and not corruption. Amen. And so it is the understanding of the word of God. It is the understanding of the written word and the spoken word as, as those who speak by the Lord, that speak by the spirit of the Lord will give you understanding of what is happening now. In other words, those, those, same, those same spirits, amen, that affected those in the Old Testament are affecting God's people even in the New Testament, amen. And so that's what I want to look at today, amen. The, 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 the same, hallelujah, things that affected those in the Old Testament affect the church today in the New Testament. Amen. Well, we were emphasizing the fact, we went through 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and we saw where the people, 
Amen. That God was not well pleased with most of them, even though they were baptized under the cloud and through the sea. Amen. We said that that represented a type of the church. Amen. They were baptized under the cloud and through the sea. They were baptized into Moses, which is a type of Jesus. Amen. They ate the same spiritual food and drank the same spiritual drink. Amen. They were partakers of the word of God. Amen. So you can be in church. Amen. And you can go through all the formalities of church. You can even be spirit filled. Amen. And the Bible says with most of them that God was not well pleased in, in many of their carcasses fail in the wilderness. And the Bible says these things were for our examples. And so what I was emphasizing is that these same warnings are to the church. This is in the New Testament. This is in 1 Corinthians talking about the, the, the things of Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Amen. And that these, the Bible says that these were our examples. Amen. So why am I saying these things? Amen. You, you look at the truths. There, there is a thread of truth throughout the generations. Amen. And, and you look for the things that are true. You, you govern yourself according to the truth in your relationship with the Lord. In other words, I'm sure that some of these people said that they were sticklers for the word, that they were men of renown, that they were esteemed. Amen. But the truth is always couched in intimacy. Amen. We say we know the Lord. Amen. We know the word, but as we know the word, then the Lord is revealed unto us. And in that revelation, we respond to that revelation. God is good. We, we respond to the fact that God is good. Amen. God is the one who blesses. God is the one who delivers. Amen. And so the Lord would reveal himself through the, the written word and the, and the spoken word and that we have the witness of the Holy Ghost in this dispensation. Amen. The Lord himself is teaching us. And so the word is true. They shall be taught of the Lord. Amen. So that's, the, that's a covenant statement. God says, I'm going to teach you, but you have to be a disciple. You must be a student. You must be one who sits under that teaching. Amen. So you, you'll show if Jesus is the master teacher, if you're like Mary sitting at the feet of Jesus, and that was the most important part, the most important thing. And Jesus says that that was her part and that he would not take away that part from her. Amen. And so the Bible continues in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, and also beginning with verse, verses 14, 
verses 14 through 22. It says, therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise men. Judge for yourself what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not the communion of the blood of Christ? The bread which we break, is it not the communion of the body of Christ? For we, though many, are one bread and one body, for we all partake of that one bread. Observe, Israel, after the flesh, are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altar. So this is what he's getting to. Amen. He's, he starts out by saying, flee idolatry. And he says there's a difference between the Lord's table and that table of idolatry. He's going to explain that. So I'm going to say it again. Are not those who eat of the sacrifices partakers of the altars? So he's talking about the Old Testament. You know how the priest, they were partakers of the sacrifice. They had a part. You know, they had a three-pronged hook. They could put that in and take up their part, the part of the sacrifice. The people would bring sacrifice. And the priest would conduct sacrifices unto God for, for the people. And this, what Jesus gave in this blood and his body is communion. And so it is, it is emphasizing that the sacrifices were communion. Jesus sacrificed, amen. So when we partake of the blood of Jesus, the body of Jesus, that is, that is communion, amen. It says, what am I saying then? That an idol is anything or that which is offered to idols is anything? He says in 1 Corinthians chapter eight, he says an idol is nothing. So he's kind of repeating that. He says an idol is, is nothing Rather, that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not want you to have fellowship with demons. So he's, he's teaching them, don't partake of the, the communion, the offerings, the sacrifices to idols. Because if you do, you are having fellowship with demons. You say, well, that's, he's Speaking about the Old Testament, what does that have to do with now? Okay. It says, you cannot drink the cup of the Lord in the cup of demons. You cannot partake of the Lord's table and of the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than him? Amen. And so you said, preacher, you're talking about some stuff that Paul was talking about in the Old Testament. What does that have to do with now? Amen. Idolatry. In the New Testament, he says to flee idolatry. What is idolatry? The worship of idols. What is an idol? An idol is an image where we set our devotion and where we set our hope. It is an image which is not the image of the Lord. Anything can be an idol. Amen. Uh, but the force behind an idol, the Bible says, are, are demons, amen. So, so why am I saying that? That pagan images 
are trying to replace the image of God. The image of God is, is in this earth. Amen. It is the image of God that keeps everything intact. In other words, the image of righteousness that people are able to look at the image of God. Where's the image? It's, it's in the church. Amen. It's in believers that you're supposed to be able to look at a believer and see the Lord Jesus. You're supposed to be able to look at the church and see the body of Christ where Jesus is the head and you, you're supposed to let the image of God rule in this earth realm, amen, and not to give yourself to other, to other images. So the, the, there are pagan images trying to replace the image of God. The world says you must bow down in order to be in good standing, amen. So there is another righteousness, so to speak, which is not a righteousness, there's another morality, which is not morality. Amen. Why? It's not based on the standard. Amen. Jesus is made unto us righteousness. Amen. Wisdom, sanctification, and redemption. Amen. You look at the image. Amen. And the image, amen, captivates us. Amen. And so we give our heart, amen, when we first saw that there is something else, there's, there's another image. We're born into this world, all these images, amen, and we are seekers. We began to seek, amen, the truth. We begin to seek righteousness, what is right. Many times we went about it the wrong way, but the Lord was with us the whole time drawing us, the Bible says, that if you be true, if you're a true seeker, God is looking for seekers, <laughs> hallelujah. If you seek, you will find. <laughs> so if you be a true seeker, God is seeking those who will worship him in spirit and in truth. Amen. So God will get to you and, and that you are without excuse, so to speak. Somebody says, it may not be fair. This person had these many opportunities and this person has not. God is the judge of the whole earth. Amen. We pray, we pray, we intercede. Amen. So that people may be preserved. Amen. Devil over here, devil over there. Car turned over, over there. What is that car doing? Way off the road. Amen. Turned upside down. Somebody, somebody pray. As the Lord stirs those who are awakened unto him. To help somebody that is not awakened. To help someone that is not alive unto him. We who are alive, God is calling. Amen. You say, I gave myself to you. The Lord wants more. Even on a job. On a job. The, the person who is dependable is called on to do more. Amen. The, the, the lazy person, just leave them alone. <laughs> they ain't going to do nothing. Amen. So it's God is stirring you at 3 a.m. Hallelujah. Open yourself up. Yield to God. God is calling you at 4 a.m. Amen. Because you're faithful. Amen. You're a faithful steward unto God. So these, these idols, images are trying to replace the image of the Lord. It is, it is, it is called their 
morality and you cannot give in because you cannot fellowship. There's no communion between light and darkness. Amen. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness. Amen. So you cannot tell them in their images that that's all right. Hallelujah. Because of the Lord's table, the holiness of the Lord's table. Amen. So he says that those who, who put, partake of the altar, those who partake of the sacrifice also partake of the altar. He says that if you bow down to these, these images, in other words, God says what is marriage, they say something else different about what is marriage. Amen. God says what is acceptable. Amen. They say something different. They set their affection. They set their heart, their desire on the children. So it's the same thing. God says, don't, do not allow the children to walk through the fires of Moloch. Amen. As yet, that is the type of what is doing today. Amen. As they, as they set their affection and sacrifice the children. Amen. Whether it be abortion, whether it be giving them to something that you know is, is not of the Lord. Amen. So we, we are parents. We have to hold the line of righteousness. I always wondered about that. Eli, you know, he did tell his sons, Hophni and Phinehas, he says, what you're doing is not good. And yet he paid the penalty. He paid the price because he did not stop them. <laughs> From doing, so the relationship with the Lord, the relationship, you cannot say concerning me, so to speak, amen, that relationship with the Lord, the Lord will tell me what is required, amen, and so you cannot say how harsh it is, you don't know, amen, according to the relationship with the Lord. Now, Harshness. God is not harsh. The parable of the talent, amen. The one that hid the talent said that God was harsh. So he did not know the Lord. It showed that he did not know the Lord. Actually, everything is according to, with the Lord, is according to love. So as you give yourself to God, you have a revelation of his love, a revelation of his Goodness, there's nothing that you would not do. It's like David longing, amen, for a drink of water from the wells, the well at Bethlehem. And his mighty men broke through the enemy lines, amen, to get him that drink of water, amen. They, they endangered their life. David poured it out as a drink offering unto the Lord, amen. It is, it is a type Amen. Of the Lord. What would the Lord ask you to do? Would you say yes? Would you say yes to the Lord? Amen. So the image of God is supposed to be in this earth realm. Amen. The image of God. Amen. Not the image. Not pagan images trying to take the place of the image of God in Genesis. Amen. The book of Genesis. Hallelujah. Chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. 
Then God said, let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So, so we are made in the image of God. Amen. An image is something that you can see. Amen. Or that you can behold, that you can look upon. Amen. And so Jesus, the Bible says, Hebrews chapter 1, that Jesus is the express image of the Father. Jesus said that when you've seen me, you've seen the Father. So Jesus is the image, the express image of God, the brightness of his glory. Amen. So glory is a part of the image. In other words, if you are rebellious against God, there's no glory there. But if you submit it to the will of God, then you appear together. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then we shall appear with him in the glory. That means in the glory is the original state. It shows that we are not rebelling against the will of God. So, so man was made in the image of God. So just like when we saw Jesus, no one has seen the Father at any time, but if we could see Jesus, amen, he is the express image. He did the will of God in this earth, amen. He saved, he healed, he delivered, he cast out devils. That's the heart of God. That's the will of God. So someone could see Jesus and say, that is the image of God. Well, the same thing for the church. The Bible says we are made in his image. Amen. So people should be able to look at the church and see Jesus. They should be able to look at the church and see the Father God. And in our individual lives, amen, the glory is supposed to, to be there. Amen. Because the truth is seen in the glory. You got to have some glory upon your life by submitting to the will of God under pressure. Amen. That's a, that's a quick teaching. But persecution, pressure, I don't care what pressure, I don't care what the people say, I don't care what the devil say, I'm going to do the will of God. The Bible says they that have ceased those who have ceased from sin, they are perfected in the flesh, so to speak. The Bible says when you go through that type of pressure, you have a crown of glory upon your life. So you're not just throwing yourself into reckless situations. But when situations come where you have to choose between life and death, what God calls life and death, blessing and cursing, amen, a defender of Jesus, a defender of the gospel. Amen. You are a defender of the kingdom. That the, Here's the kingdom. The, the kingdom is this. You love your king and you love the kingdom. Amen. There, there are no gray areas. Amen. And because you love the king, we're talking about the Lord, and you love his kingdom. Amen. He can trust you in any Aaron that he gives you in the kingdom. He can trust you. Amen. You are loyal. Amen. To the king and to his kingdom. Amen. But if you waver, now you cannot be trusted with the Lord's business. Holy Ghost. Because when the pressure comes, 
you would dishonor the king. The kingdom of God is based on the honor of Jesus. Amen. Those who follow this ministry, you know the Lord told me that personally. He gave me a vision of heaven. He, he showed me that everything was like a symphony in heaven. Everything was moving as one, even the sounds, the colors, the sights, everything. Everything was oneness. Amen. That is the image of God. Let us make man in our own image. What's the image? Oneness. Amen. Walking together and agreeing. Nothing rebelling against God in heaven. Only righteousness. Amen. And so everything moved like a concert. Everything moved together. Amen. And so the Lord spoke to me out of that vision. He says, just as it is in the kingdom of heaven, that is the way that is supposed to be in the whole kingdom of God. Amen. We preach the kingdom. Where, what is the kingdom? Is where the king reigns and have dominion. So the Lord extends that righteous image from heaven. He extends it in this earth realm. And people that are submitted unto God, that will even, how can I say this, break out of the status quo. When people look at the earth, things seem to be happening at, at, at a status quo from a spiritual perspective. Everything, anyone that has ever done anything for the Lord has broken out of that status quo. Amen. They, they have broken through. The Bible says they have crossed over. Amen. Abraham was the first one called a Hebrew. That means to cross over. Amen. That they were supposed to have crossed over the Red Sea. Egypt was supposed to be behind. Amen. The Jordan, amen, when the priest, amen, carrying the presence of the Lord, hit that water, that water opened up and there was dry ground and they crossed over. Amen. That means you don't look back. Jesus says, remember Lot's wife. Amen. She looked back to Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are new. Now you got to be taught of the Lord. Amen. You can't use the old. You can't look at that old. <laughs> you cannot look at that old, old image. Amen. So the Godhead is involved in the creative process. Amen. So the image of God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit equals oneness. God the Father Amen. Who is God? God the Son, who is the Word, who is God, and God the Holy Spirit. They, they, they move. They are synchronized. Amen. They, they move together. They are all God, but they are for each other. In each capacity, they are God. Amen. Holy Spirit is God in this earth. He is our teacher, what I refer to. Amen. That you know natural things. Now you must be taught spiritual things. Amen. So the one who came from heaven will teach you that realm. Amen. Where he came from and that realm where things happen, where the action is. Amen. That which comes in this natural realm. Amen. Happen in the spiritual realm first. In other words, by our faith. We acknowledge that which is not seen and we bring the unseen into this natural realm. We are saying this in effect, in essence, we are saying that the, the holy realm, amen, 
the, the heavenly realm, the heavenly sphere, the spiritual realm is more real than the natural. If the spiritual realm controls the natural, then the spiritual realm is greater than the natural. Amen. It is you, you must give it its priority. You must give the Lord his priority. Amen. There, there are some things that you cannot get around. You must go through certain things. And I'm not teaching sickness or anything like that. There are certain test, amen, that you need that knowledge, amen, in this earth realm. Why? The devil operates by wicked wisdom. Wicked wisdom twists things. You don't see how the thorns are, are bound together. You don't see where they start. You don't see the knot, amen. How do I untie this knot? That is wicked wisdom, amen. And so you need the wisdom of God, amen. The Bible says that God destroys the wisdom of the wise. Amen. God's wisdom is foolishness to the world, but by his wisdom, he's able to destroy that, that the devil thought was so crafty. Amen. Diseases, cancers, amen. Things that they don't even have names for. Mental disorders. Ha, ha, ha. Ferton. Hallelujah. The Lord knows how to deliver those who are bound in their mind. It is, it is no problem for the Lord, but is the earth realm more real than that realm where that would be foolish to think that God could heal autism? That, that is foolish. Amen. I'm speaking as the world. Amen. To think that that God could heal that 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 um the uh, old folks <laughs> mental things, amen, coming against. That the people as they get old, amen. That that world says that is foolish. We have given our best doctors and they don't have an answer. The, the best science, the best schools, amen. We we studied these things. We we mapped out the brain. Somebody says there's some hope, hallelujah, some plant growing in Mexico. That's natural knowledge, amen. It's, it's nothing is too hard. For the Lord, but you must cross over. In other words, that the, the more real the natural is, the farther you away from the Lord. The more real that the natural is. The Bible says that when Adam and Eve ate from the forbidden fruit, their eyes were opened and they knew that they were naked. They were opened to the natural. Amen. Because they partook of the devil's, the devil's wisdom. Amen. And so, so God is trying to get someone, you would be considered a, a, um, a little baddie. You would be considered, you know, a little eccentric, amen, off kilter, amen. He's looking <laughs> for someone to believe that he is real and that his word, his word is real, amen. Hebrews chapter 11, Hebrews Hallelujah. Chapter 11, verses 5 and 6. Oh, he goes. 
Hebrews chapter 11, verses 5 and 6. By faith, Enoch was taken away so that he did not see death and was not found because God had taken him. For before he was taken, he had this testimony that he pleased God. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. <laughs> Amen. Look at Enoch. Believing that God is. Enoch is the example. Amen. He operated in faith. He believed that God was real. In other words, the realm that God was and who God was was more real. So he spent time in that realm. So he was swallowed up in that realm of God, the realm of of the spirit. Amen. Why? Because he could see. Amen. What was invisible. Amen. So we, you know, we have issues. Amen. We have things that come against us. The bills are, are more real. Amen. The repairs that are needed for the car are more real. Amen. Our, our children, amen, rebelling against the things of God seem to be more real. And yet that is not the realm that you're supposed to abide in. Amen. The realm is a crazy, it is crazy to what is seen. It's crazy to what is seen. So those who come to God must believe that he is. Amen. In verse 24, amen, of this same chapter, verse 24, hallelujah, through 27. By faith, Moses, when he became of age, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the passing pleasures of sin, esteeming the reproach of Christ. Now, get this. Uh, he's grounded in something else. To esteem. <laughs> the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures of Egypt. For he looked for the reward by faith. He forsook Egypt not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Amen. So that's what I'm talking about, the invisible God. Right? Now, who said that God was invisible? You said the Bible just said God was invisible, not in his realm. <laughs> if you're in the natural, God is invisible. You are supposed to see God through the glory, and the glory is supposed to show you Jesus and so you're supposed to get the, the feel of who God is if you're able to behold Jesus. Amen. So Moses, he was able to see that which was invisible. The Bible says that Moses knew the ways of God, yet the children of Israel only knew his acts, his deeds. Amen. Though they were mighty acts and deeds, their hearts did not respond to God the way that Moses' heart responded to God. So we could say that Moses knew God and God knew Moses. He says, Mo, God says, I speak to Moses mouth to mouth. In other words, face to face. He told Miriam and Aaron, shouldn't you have been afraid? <laughs> Amen. 
Should you not have been afraid to talk against Moses because Moses had been with God? So even being with God, God counted that, amen, as a blessing, amen. That Moses spent time on the mountain. They want they did not want have anything to do with God because God was a God who shook. God was a God, amen, in thick darkness and clouds, amen. And so they could not get past all that. They said, we don't want to speak with God. Moses, you speak to God, amen. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1. Verses 15 through 17. Amen. Colossians chapter 1, verses 15 through 17. Speaking of Jesus, he is the image of the invisible God. That's what I said. The firstborn over all creation. For by him all things were created that are in heaven and that are on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things consist. So all things are held together by Jesus, amen, who's the image of God, amen. Divine order. In other words, when God heals someone, he brings their body back into divine order. And then many times the Lord will say to be whole, not just to be healed. He says, your faith has made you whole, amen. And so that is that your, your structure, your sound, but even in your mind, beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prosper. Amen. So the Lord is making you sound. The Lord is making you sound. The Holy Ghost, the Lord is making you. The, the Lord is making you sound. Amen. Holy Ghost. That thing will not come back in the name of Jesus. Amen. For the Lord is making you sound. The Lord is making you whole. Amen. That he's unraveled the, the, the demonic wisdom. Amen. He's unraveled. Doctor don't know. Doctor suggested one thing. Hallelujah. Doctor missed it. Holy Ghost. So the Lord is unraveling demonic, wicked wisdom. Amen. It cannot rival his, his wisdom. So Jesus brings things back into divine order and his image, amen, which is the image of God in this earth, causes things to be at peace. In other words, the Lord brings things to peace. Amen. It brings, he brings things into order. Even if it looks like he brought a sword, we taught on that recently, to, to a household. The purpose was to get the whole household saved. Amen. He brings into divine order. He removes chaos. What does the world do? They say, look at our image. But it is, it is full of chaos. It is full of anarchy. You shall know them by their fruit. Amen. They said, look at our image. This is the right image of morality. And yet it is, it is folks burning things. Amen. It is folks hurting folks. Amen. It is, it is folks killing folk. 
Amen. In the name, they say, of justice, in the name of morality, that people can break into a store and, and, and drag out anything they want, and they say, don't touch these people. What is that? That is disorder. That is chaos. That is anarchy. That is not the image, amen, that God wants in this earth realm. He does not want you to partake of that table because our fellowship is the holy fellowship, amen, of the blood and the body of Jesus. That is the table which is of the Lord, amen. In Exodus chapter, Exodus chapter 20, Exodus chapter 20, beginning with verse 1 through 6. God spoke all these words saying, I'm the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt. Egypt is a type of the world. Out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourself a carved image, any likeness of anything that is in heaven above or that it is in earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth, you shall not bow down to them nor serve them. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children to the third and fourth generations of those who hate me, but showing mercy to thousands to those who love me and keep my commandments. Amen. And so he speaks of those that hate him and those that love him. Amen. God is a God who manifests himself, all the names of God. They show the goodness of God. They show the protection of God. Amen. The Bible says, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Amen. And so the Lord reveals the, the, the fullness of that name. The Lord who heals you. Amen. The, the Lord, your banner, your victory. Amen. He, he is your righteousness. He is your Peace, amen. The Lord is all those things, but you have to respond to that name or you have to call upon that name and accept what the Lord is offering. You cannot go about it your own way, your own thoughts, amen, because God's ways could offend you if you don't be careful, but you would have to fall upon the stone. You would have to humble yourself. When God reveals his way, Unto you, you must respond that this is the goodness that God has for me. So God says, no other image, no other image besides my image in the earth. Amen. This is what he's basically saying. Amen. Because those are false images. And the Lord is the true image that you're supposed to behold to see what righteousness looks like. Amen. And as we respond, God is a God who wants us to respond. The Bible talks about how God gives rain in a season and fruitful harvest, amen, that God did not leave himself without a witness that he is good, amen. So when God does good and he gives good, you need to respond to that because that is what will change you, amen. You cannot be like the brother of the prodigal son. Amen. It was a good thing for his brother to come back. Holy Ghost. It was a good thing. Holy Ghost. It coca. 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 It was it 
It's a good thing for your brother to come back. It's a good thing for your brother, Holy Ghost, to come back. He was lost. Now he's found. He was blind. But now he sees. Amen. And so that older brother did not respond to the goodness, the goodness of the Lord. It did not fit. Amen. His thoughts. It did not fit his ways. He says, I've been, I've been slaving here. And you never had a party like that for me. The father says, all these things were yours. The father, God says, all these things are yours. Hallelujah. He does not withhold any good thing from you. Amen. So respond, respond to the goodness of God. Amen. So people are destroyed and they are snared by worshiping false images. The Old Testament talks about carvings. You know, you carve out of wood, you carve out of stone. An idol, an image does not have to be a carving. An image is something that you look upon, that you behold. It, it is where you get the word imagination. Amen. You, you imagine, amen, that this thing can save you. You imagine, amen, that this is your desire. Amen. So that's why lust is uh, uh, affiliated with idols. Amen. You're desiring. You think that something vain, idols are called vanity, emptiness. They have no power to deliver. And we already said that the force behind an idol is the devil. Amen. So you're thinking that something that you are lusting after can bring some sort of fulfillment or deliverance, ha, ha, ha. But you're supposed to learn as you behold the Lord, amen, that you are changed as you behold the Lord. You learn to appreciate the Lord. You learn to love the Lord. In 2 Corinthians, 2 Corinthians chapter 3. Verse 18, it says, But we all, with unveiled face beholding, as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. So now we see how we can express the image of the Lord in this earth. Amen. That Jesus expressed the image of the Father. And that we are with unveiled face. What is the veil? The veil is the flesh. The Bible says that the veil is taken away in the Lord Jesus' flesh. What he suffered in the flesh is to free us up so our flesh does not bind us. That we are not bound by the flesh. So when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. That same veil is in place, the Bible says, in the reading of the Old Testament. Not in appreciation for the glory. No appreciation for the glory. Amen. No receiving of the glory. But when you turn to the Lord, the veil is taken away. So with an unveiled face, beholding the glory of the Lord, then we are transformed. Metamorphosis. Amen. We are changed into something else. Amen. Not the old, but the new. Something, ay, 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 something beautiful. Amen. Something beautiful. Wow. <laughs> so we express, we express the image of the Lord, not that which is of the flesh, not that which is of the world. We are willing, we are rather willing, 
Amen. The Bible says, after from the body is to be present with the Lord. We're not trying to die, but we are trying to be absent from the body to be present with the Lord in his, in his presence, in his glory. I don't know what time it is. Why absent from the body? I'm not aware whether I'm hungry or not hungry. I'm absent from the body. Amen. To be present with the Lord. Amen. Fasting, amen, to, to, the Bible says fasting is for breakthrough. Fasting is for light to shine, amen. Those things mean more to us, amen, than eating that meal. So with unveiled faces as in a mirror, so you're in a mirror, the word, the glory on the word, but beholding the glory of the Lord, you are transformed into his image from glory to glory. So he gets the glory as you express the image. Amen. And so you are transformed into his image, but the Bible also said that you are conformed into his image. And so I'll show you the difference in Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Ay, ay, ay. I'm trying. I'm trying. I promise you, I'm trying. <laughs> war. Hey, we doing war. 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 The will that, that we lay down, conforming means yielding unto the Lord. Transformation is a process. Holy Ghost, as you behold, you transform. Conform is an act of the will. Amen. Jesus learned obedience by the things that he suffered. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. Amen. And so there's a revelation, yeah, more, of the love of God, the reality of the love of God. Amen. Because you're supposed to express his image. What is his image? Quickly, his image, 
is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness, kindness, meekness, self-control, the fruit of the Spirit. His image is holiness. He says, be holy for I'm holy. How are you going to be holy? He says, I'm holy. Yeah. The revelation, the revelation of fellowshipping at the table of the Lord. Hallelujah. How to be holy. <laughs> He's holy. He says, be perfect. For I'm perfect. I'm going to be perfect. For he's perfect. Amen. We're being transformed. We're being transformed. We're being transformed into his image. From one level of glory to another. You know the glory, you cannot look back. Amen. Once you tasted the glory, once you tasted and seen that he is good, that you, you taste and see that he is good. So yes. that is in your palate. That is your appetite now. The, the, the goodness of God. That's, that's, that's your appetite. Amen. I got to, holy ghost, I got to be with the Lord. Hallelujah. I got to spend some time with God. Don't you want to, you know, I got to be with the Lord. That's my appetite. Amen. That is what fills me up. That is what is changing me. I'm not the same person. I'm not... I'm not. I'm not the same person. Not even the things that I thought that I knew. The Lord is bringing me up higher. I'm not trusting. Hallelujah. Even in the old manner. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I must have that. Ho, 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 pa, serto, morda, baromba. Mesurribo, shibrubo, shembruba, sabayai, nikarbo, sabore. Misha Brosha Bosha Musha Shanta. One more scripture. <laughs> One more scripture. Hallelujah. I think I can preach these things out. Hallelujah. I get stuck on four or five scriptures. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost. Second, Second Peter chapter one. Second Peter. Holy Ghost. Chapter one. Hallelujah. Beginning with verse 2 through 4. Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. So it's the knowledge of the Lord. Knowledge is knowing. Knowing is intimacy. Intimacy is one. Those that are joined unto the Lord are one spirit. Your, your spirit is not different, so to speak, from the Lord's spirit because you're not against him. Whatever he reveals... You say yes and amen. That's the knowledge, knowing him. As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. Again, knowing him who called us to by glory and virtue, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises. Talking about the promises of the word of God, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Amen. So, the, we are made in the image of God, and then God went farther. He says, I want you to be a partaker of my divine nature. Amen. So, the image, amen, we behold the image or the form of the Lord. It's, it's like this. The Lord showed me, it's, it's like this. You, you're looking over the ocean. You're looking over the horizon, and you see the image of something. You don't know exactly what it is. 
and it begins to get closer and closer. Amen. And you see that it is a ship. It is not a boat. It's not a tugboat. It's a, it's a big ship. So you saw the form. So you saw more accurately the image. Amen. As you saw the image more, more closely. Well, the, the partaking of the divine nature is an inward, is an inward act. The, you can look, you can behold the image and that affects you. But if it gets a hold of you, now you begin to partake. Partake is like eating. Partake is like taking in. Amen. And so you're called to be a partaker, get this, of the divine nature. Divine means of God. Amen. That godly nature. Amen. And so God has called you. You're not God, but God has called you to have his heart, to esteem the things that he esteems, amen, to regard the things that he regards, amen. It is, it is an inward work. It is, it is you partaking, just like you partake of food. You are partaking of God's divine nature, amen, in this earth realm, amen. Everything is against the Lord, amen, but you are fully fully persuaded. Amen. You know whom you have believed. Amen. The people that have not dedicated as deeply as, as you, they don't understand. The, the, the people that have not consecrated as deeply as you, they don't, they don't understand. They say, you, you, don't, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do all that God understands. Amen. But it is, it is a revelation of God. It is a revelation of the kingdom of of God. Father, we thank you. Hallelujah. For eyes and see. Holy Ghost, he's here. Ears that hear. Hallelujah. And a heart that understands. We see angels ascending and descending. Amen. The open heaven. Hallelujah. We see, we see the business of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus says that I prepared a place for you. Hallelujah. We are taking our place in the kingdom. Amen. Which is a type of your place when you get to heaven. What you rule over here, you rule over more there. Holy Ghost. It is, it is, it is a revelation of treasure. Holy Ghost. The treasure in the field. Amen. You buy the whole field. Amen. The pearl. Hallelujah, great price. You sell everything for that one pearl. Holy Ghost. And then you shut down your, your pearl-seeking business because you found it. Mm -hmm. You found him. Hallelujah. <laughs> Even now, even now, Lord, I hear the word of the Lord, that the Lord wants to take us even further. Hallelujah. The Lord wants to take us beyond the tiredness of the day. Hallelujah. The Lord wants us to take a step farther in the glory. Kingdom business lives are on the line. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. That pressing that you feel. Rebos. Rebos. Hey, hey, 
It, can, it governs you. The kingdom of God is within you. You're being governed from the inside. Holy Ghost. You're operating in the wisdom of God. It don't make any sense. Amen. All other lifelines, you, you, all other lifelines are gone. All you have is the Lord. Amen. You're right where the Lord wants you to be. Amen. You're at that place. Amen. Of crossing over into a deeper, deeper realm. Amen. Thank you, Father God, for your word. Holy Ghost in Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.